This is Acceptable Vices. Tonight, Hobbies. This is Victor Frost, and this is Acceptable Vices. The show, we've got a good group of people. This episode has been rather cursed, but we're finally doing it. We're talking about hobbies, how you, how we got into them, how you can get into them, and some advice from us who uh, really should have knew better. But we're going to help you with our pearls of wisdom tonight on the show we've got omar hey omar how you doing hey man spoilers don't <laughs> oh but yeah what it's been what like two weeks it's, in the planning been, it's it's yeah. it's been a little bit more than two weeks but um we're, Damn. we're getting it's, it's the you know it's not it's not when you it's not falling off the horse that matters it's it's climbing back on so we're we're back on the horse tonight uh omar is of course our our, our wonderful friend he is one of the uh i think you guys got four people on uh on atw 9k right it's uh yeah, yeah. You, if you can say jason's the person oh well i, I mean guess. yeah I suppose. Yes, he's uh, Omar is from the... Typically, you can hear him on the show, Atomic Trivia War 9000. And uh, Cherba, can you give us... www.facebook.com slash ATW9K or <laughs> www.simplysyndicated.com slash shows slash ATW9K. Yeah. There you go. Why would there I do it out of your chart? Have I, to look that up. I ask myself <laughs> the same question. Ah... Uh, so, yes, if you've heard Cherba, and we'll get back to him. We also have George. George, how you doing? I am ill. Oh, no. <laughs> He's fully sick. Fully sick, bro. I, I am definitely fully sick. <laughs> George uh, George may have caught some bonitis while traipsing across the globe, but he's here with us tonight. <laughs> Uh, we 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 are, we are looking to uh, we're looking for your invaluable knowledge on just how much money you can spend on cars. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the question sorry, is man. not how much money you can spend on cars. The question is how much money do you have? Yeah, uh, that that's that's a fair point there. Uh, and of course, of course, we have Jerba. Hey, Jerbs. Hi. Hi. <laughs> yes, I just I just opened up Twitch because uh, my friend Owen is doing a charity stream, as he mm. regularly does. And it turns out that since he is part of the uh, Fast Karate, like, Boss Doors fucking streaming community thing, mm -hmm. his channel was just hosting Fast Karate's stream anyway. Oh, well, there you go. So I jumped over there instead. And now <laughs> I... Well, I have it paused because otherwise it's going to destroy my somewhat limited bandwidth, but... <laughs> uh, I am in their chat box as well as ours. In the it's chat, just chat box boxes all in day. The chat box. Uh, so, we are here to talk about hobbies. Now, most. Some people don't have hobbies. We do have hobbies. George, what is your hobby? Cars. Care to um, <laughs> elaborate? On that there, George. I take piles of money <laughs> and I burn it. You burn it, huh? 
for my car. I thought that was boats. <laughs> no, no, boats, you don't burn it because water is wet. Ah, Right. You just pour that money into a boat-shaped no. hole in the ocean. <laughs> exactly. Ocean. That's exactly what it is. There's a boat-shaped hole and you just try to fill it with money. Uh, uh. Just throw money into it. <laughs> George, what is your car? We talk about your car very often, but we uh, very rarely say what it is. It's a Caprice, right? It's a 1985 Caprice, which I bought because I wanted something with a V8 in it because... Uh, you know, fuel economy is going to kill V8s eventually. It's just a matter of when. Uh huh. And I wanted to have one before they went away. Ah, same thing for me, actually. Yeah. Oh uh, yes, this. <laughs> I don't have a V8 though because they are so expensive to register here. Oh really? Oh yeah, like down here, registration cost is like by cylinders up to eight wow. cylinders. Wow. Wow. That's- so. So That's I guess you're fucked man. if you have any if you have like an old Jag with a ten cylinder engine in it or something, huh? Oh no, that that just costs as much as a V eight. Once you get to oh, V eight levels, capped, you might huh? as well just have whatever. Yeah, right. It's it's capped it. at eight because the Australians couldn't think of anything larger than eight. <laughs> <laughs> we can't. Oh. Uh, it's it's capped at eight because Queenslanders can't count higher than that. <laughs> uh, uh. Why do you think I write for a living instead of doing math? But um, bum. Hold on, let me just have a quick look here. No. What? No, that is the wrong fucking. What thing. are you doing over there, even? Jesus Christ, chirps. I am trying to look up the actual registration for a V8. Okay, yeah, you do that. <laughs> and uh, while we're doing that, so uh, we each have uh, different hobbies. Uh, some different. Some. It, to varying degrees of difference i think far far and away the most the, the person here with the with the most different uh hobby although he has many omar you do calligraphy as as a hobby yes so one of my many many hobbies is calligraphy yes you're, you're actually pretty good at it from from from, an am- from a non-calligraphy person perspective. Yeah. You'd you'd be surprised how people are fascinated by by so little. Like really, <laughs> the, you 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 do the first thing you learn and you do it kind of mediocre, and people are just dumbfounded and oh. they they don't know they think you're doing magic. Oh come on, Omar. The I, I see. I can't tell if you're just being self-deprecating. <laughs> Or if this oh, is... Oh, I'm being self-deprecating. Oh, good. Okay. Good, because... Registration it's for really... a V8 per year? I'm $1, sorry, what? $1,070. I'm sorry, for a V8 is how per much? Per year? Yep, registration for a, for a, just a standard passenger car V8 mm-hmm. is, for, for a private vehicle, $1,070.10 per One year. One year? One That's year. more than I actually paid for my... For your car. Please. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Why? Yeah, why? That's too much. Well, why do you think our roads are so nice? I wouldn't know the condition of your roads. your roads were nice. They are super nice because we pay for them with all of our registration duty and such. Aha. Uh-huh. Well, I suppose so that we does really answer nice that roads. question, but all in all, that, that's, that's still quite a large sum of money. I have yeah. nice roads because of my... Uh, House property taxes. Uh, now we have shitty roads here all around. Oh, but yeah, that's pretty much why Japanese four bangers got so popular here. <laughs> like the, um, oh God, 
What what are Mighty Car Mods work? What did they just finish working on? Oh, uh, that's uh, <sighs> the one uh, that they imported, right? Yeah, that yeah, yeah. One, uh, like cut in half. Yeah. Mira? Is it Mira? Yeah, the Mira. Yeah. The Daihatsu Mira. Yeah. It's so good. Uh, so By good, you mean terrible, right? No, by good, I mean good. It's amazing. You're crazy. <laughs> yes, but I also have very strange taste in cars. So I, I have eclectic taste in cars. I generally like all cars. Yeah. That's sort of the problem is, you know... If left to my own, own devices, I'd turn into Jay Leno. You know, if, if, if money Budget were no Jay object. Leno. <laughs> yeah, he just wears the denim. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have the cars. He just Canadian tuxedos all day. Canadian <laughs> tuxedos. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, yeah. So what, so what, uh, going back to Omar for a bit here. Omar, what, what the hell got you into calligraphy? I, I have no idea, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's just I like doing stuff with my hands. I mean, I like building stuff. I look, I like, I, I also draw and paint. Mm-hmm. So it was just I started doing it as for taking notes, just to to keep my mind uh, busy and and meetings and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then it just evolved into actually looking into it and actually doing it. Mm. So where did, where did you buy like books or is it like? online instruction that you found yeah, like YouTube you, and stuff? You, you look around and there's like reddits and forums and stuff like that where you where you get information I think you know what it actually started because I was interested in sign painting like traditional oh. American sign painting Norman Rockwell so I started, you know style looking stuff yeah oh no that's that's advertisement that's that's different i mean sign painting as uh eat at joe's or ah. or beer here get your cold beer stuff like mm-hmm. that like like actual letters for, for for like a sign for a shop mm-hmm. uh, See, I know america's uh, yeah i know i'm kind of biased against reddit but when you say that there's a subreddit for these things all i can imagine is the most horrifically racist things you can imagine in the most beautifully handwritten fonts <laughs> <laughs> Well, the thing is, uh, you do go in. You don't read the, the 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 things. You just fish for for URLs with like old books because mm. ah. that's that's what you do. You look for old old PDFs. Some dude somewhere in Italy found a manuscript for this or the instructions for that uh, letter or whatever. Uh, they scan it and they upload it. So you just fish for those. Ah, and then you use those letters and stuff as reference. Yeah. Ah. So you, you have to decipher how they build it, and then you try and do it yourself. So how much, dare I ask, have you sunk into, like... Okay, so tell me, so tell me like, some of the, the... What are the tools of calligraphy? Well, you can start with, like, a pencil. Mm-hmm. And if you, if you get, like, a 6B, something with a very soft lead, mm-hmm. then you can, you can do calligraphy with that. Because you, you only need to have a tool that gives you a uh, line... Well, it's not line quality. That's a direct translation uh, that gives you like thickness and thinness, and on the with the same instrument. So you can go like uh, soft ah. going up, then strong going down. So sort of so like you, a like a carpenter's pencil would be good then. Yeah, hmm. something like that, that that can work. Or you can have you can use also like a brush and some uh, Indian ink stuff like that. Hmm. So the the threshold for getting into the hobby is really really low because again all you need is like paper and, and pencil right but then you want to try like copper plate that's the 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 fancy letter everyone knows right 
Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Copper so plate, get, gothic. Yeah, yeah. Black leather and and copper plate are the two everyone knows. So if you want to go into copper plate, then you start looking into nibs. Then you need uh, a nib holder, and then you want some nice inks, then nice paper, then you want better better nibs, then you want a better holder, then you upgrade to an oblique holder, then you get better paper <laughs> yet, then you get stuff with metallics, and it just Sounds like a uh, if you give a mouse a cookie kind of problem. Yeah. So Sam Hell is a fucking offset pen. (laughs) That's an oblique. Yeah, an an oblique pen is that's an offset pen. It tilts the 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 tip forty five around forty five degrees. Is it one of those ones where like you've got the barrel of the thing and then it's got this little pokey addy bit and then the nib holder. That's 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 the one. Oh, them things are freaky. Those look those those are for writing. Yeah, those are for writing. copper plate or that kind of stuff spencerian script stuff like that wow huh so so yeah it can get very expensive i mean i have a big ass drawer just filled with ink bottles so what is again i'm not going to use them in my lifetime but (laughs) if i see a bottle of a color i like i just buy it Ah. so what is the so in like so for like media production right for like camera equipment and stuff like that there's the there's like consumer and then there's prosumer, and then there's pro. Are those those same sort of gradations for like calligraphy? Oh yeah, I mean you can buy vintage. Uh, I think they're called well, they're Gilo and some number. There's some vintage ones that uh, they they're made with this special tin that was only available at some point in, in time because I I don't know maybe it was like toxic to produce it like asbestos Jesus. or shit like that. <laughs> But they're supposed to be like like so good, and they still sell them because people bought like a lot of them in back in the thirties, uh-huh. and now they sell them for like twenty dollars, thirty dollars, forty dollars a nib. By so, comparison, how much is like an entry level nib? A uh, dollar, huh. maybe less. Wow, you, you can get them for cents. Oh, so so yeah, and it can get, get even more expensive because especially if you get into like flex pens, like actual pens that have a cartridge. But have like a flexible nib, so you can also do calligraphy with those. Oh, are those and the those, nibs that the that the two sides of it can spread out and come back in? Yeah, and, oh. that, those are the ones. I so, saw I uh, saw like, you do that in one of the videos you put up on Instagram. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Sure. So if you buy a pen like with a cartridge, like the ones people used to sign stuff uh, or write whatever, mm-hmm. uh, those can get tens of thousands <laughs> of dollars. I mean that that. But then you're talking about like uh, the barrels is like platinum and titanium and Whoa. gold everywhere and diamond studded shit like that. <laughs> I don't know why people buy the, those things. Wow. Because then, then you get, get more into the quiche kind of like unnecessary like flair, right? Uh, at that point, right. it's just more or less uh, wankery. Yeah. Uh. So the, the hobby can get expensive, but not that expensive, really. It's not like a car. Because <laughs> if, if I have to replace a nib, I only have to spend like $2. Mm. If I have to spend uh, replace like the carburetor in my car, that's four hundred dollars. Speaking, I'm, I'm just imagining instead of pinstriping the Nova, Omar just writes this beautifully, ta- <laughs> beautifully handwritten word on the back that just says pinstriping. Well, you know what? The idea, the idea is actually to paint my car matte black and just do pinstripe, practice pinstriping on the car. Ooh. So every single time I finish and I don't like it, I just buy a rattle can of black matte, uh, matte paint, just go over nice. it, start over again. There's an idea. That's a good idea. Huh. George, 
how did you get into cars? I don't know. Well, jo- well Omar said the same thing. <laughs> yeah, it's this shit that just uh, happens. Yeah, no, it's it's. I mean, it's a hobby. It's it's something that just strikes your fancy. Huh. Um, I don't what know. I'm, I'm fascinated with how mechanical well, things the- operate, and cars are sort of like the ultimate in mechanical things that you encounter in your day to day life. Uh, I suppose it's cheaper than getting into trains. <laughs> yeah, trains are. I mean, where do you park a train? Um, train depot. Well, if if it was a bad train, you park it in a tunnel and then brick that brick tunnel up forever, up. according to Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> did they um, do that? They did. They do that. They yeah, d- it was some fucking telltale coal boiler shit, man. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> It's even, it's even Edgar, Edgar Allan Poe up in there. Yeah, it's even weirder because you hear it narrated. I can't remember if it was George Carlin that narrated that or Ringo Starr, but one of the two. Well, it would have been both, considering they narrated much the same episodes. Well, I don't know. Like some episodes in the U.S. were narrated by Ringo Starr, some by George Carlin. Apparently, our hobby is arguing with each other over dumb shit. <laughs> the tank engine, yeah. Um, <laughs> Well, when uh, George, when did you when did you kind of f- self recognize that cars were a a serious um, form of distraction slash entertainment in your life? Oh, probably before I could drive. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. What was your first car? <sighs> Jeep Wrangler. Yeah. Question mark. <laughs> well, how are we define well, it first? Did you not remember uh, it. That was, yeah, that was, well, it was my parents' car. Technically. Oh, the first one that that had the pink slip had your name. Your on name it. on it, yeah. Oh, that was a '88 Dodge Ram 150, I think. Hmm. Oh no, it was the worst. It was pretty bad. <laughs> um, no, I bought it to spite my mother. Why? If that makes any sense? What did your mother well, do? Because um, try to control what I did as Monster. a senior in high school. I know. So her her way of trying to control what I did is, well, we lived far away from, well, pretty much anything. You had to drive to get anywhere. Mm-hmm. So her her way to say, hey, you can't go out. Uh, and I'd say, well, I'm going to go out. And she'd say, well, you can't use the car. Ah. So after enough times, I bought a truck for 100 bucks. Ah, uh, just yeah, a garbage that's, that's that pickup truck for hundred dollars. Oh, it was a it was a piece of crap. Well, you can but well, for a hundred dollars and it started. It actually moved. No, hmm? no, it didn't. Mm, I had uh, to put a starter on it immediately uh, for another hundred dollars. Well, it's so, not that bad. Well, I mean, if you have a running car for two hundred dollars, it's pretty good. Yeah, and then it needed tires immediately. Oh, now you're getting there. <laughs> and then it, it it really didn't run right. Did it? It was need really bad. Tires, or would it have been a, inadvisable to not get new tires? It would have been a significant risk to life and limb. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember because I, I, I was questioning, like, how could you not know what your first car is? Because my first car, I mean, my first car was a dollar, <laughs> but. It what? Didn't. Well, oh, it was a handout. That sounds like a handout. Well, no, hold on. It was my neighbor across the street. Her son went to go serve in the military. He didn't want his car anymore. 
So, and it didn't run. So I gave her a dollar for it. I got the pink slip. I literally pushed it down her driveway across the street, literally right into our driveway, fully intending for it to uh, to get it running. And I ended up, you know, a few months later donating it to Goodwill. But my first car... <laughs> What was it? Really do you get some oh, the mad first car. Shit okay, so that car was a Dodge Shadow. It was like a 93, 94 Dodge Shadow, something like that. Victor, tell me, did you oh, buy it entirely were... because of the Sonic franchise? No! God, no. No, no. No, no, no. no, no. Did, that was a K buy, car. Those were did terrible. Did you buy that car because it was named after a hedgehog? No. No, no, I did not. Um,. It was it was a car. It was a dollar. It was forest green. I really liked green back then. Um, and then uh, yeah, a dodge sh- a dodge <laughs> shadow though. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, no. okay, but it's really I mean, weird that but- the moment we start talking about Victor's dodge shadow <laughs> in the boss doors persona stream, like lightning starts striking down and throwing <laughs> shadows everywhere. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, um, so no, but that that wouldn't count really. No, no I my, mean that's not. No, my my first actual. Did, did you driving, ever make it run? No, no, I donated and got a five hundred dollar tax write off from the Salvation Army. Wow. Yeah. Um. My first actual car that actually ran was a nineteen, uh, nineteen ninety one Oldsmobile Sierra. Cutlass Flag Edition in blue. Oh, that's even worse. It's like, what are you talking about? It had a six-cylinder engine, power, moonroof, driver information system. That's a terrible fucking car. It was a great car, and you will shut your mouth. (laughs) 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 I have pictures of that car on my phone. (laughs) That looks pretty vanilla, though. It is the Wait, most was it two door, vanilla. four door, or the station wagon. Four door. Thank you. Okay. Uh, here we go. Let me find a picture of it. It, so it put it up on screen. Like you, it looks like you're gonna pile the family in the back and take a <laughs> fucking trip to Wally World. <laughs> <laughs> you're not. You're not too far off. Let me tell you. Um, it was a uh, great. That was car. like the 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 era of utterly bland American cars. Yes, it was. Like yeah. They were they Absolutely. were just crap. Um, they they were poor, uh, and it's General Motors, so it was really poorly assembled. And like the the '90s General Motors vehicles <laughs> were so bad. Uh, yeah, because like, and I I have several of these. Here, hang on. When Victor said, "Oh, it's a Cutlass," I'm like, "Oh, what's George on about? That's pretty sick." No, and I'm like, "Oh, no. wait." No, you gotta Google it. Yeah, hang on. And then I looked for it, and I'm like, oh, there you go. Oh, oh. There you go. There's there is a picture I knew, of the car I knew itself. Exactly what it was. <laughs> yeah, you know, they it had a six cylinder engine because that's just the only way it came because yeah. they hadn't figured out how to make four cylinders yet. Oh uh, <laughs> yeah, but also front wheel drive. <laughs> yes, also, also front wheel drive. drive. Look at that, huh? <laughs> that's a, Damn. That's beautiful. I'm just gonna keep quiet here. She's Does a beautiful have a Buick car. V6. Yeah. See, I'm not yeah. gonna say too much though, because like I owned a <laughs> fucking white '90s Magna. So that was you like, your first you car. You like my cup holder? <laughs> no, that was not my first car, but I owned one. <laughs> 
like my cup wow. holder over here. <laughs> that is nice. shockingly terrible looking. <laughs> got the got the oh, actually, individual you know, sliders for the graphic equalizer. It looks surprisingly in good shape. But oh, yeah. it's, it's got just... exactly the same color interior and carpet as my old Datsun. <laughs> there you go. It's like my Caprice, but with <laughs> absolutely no charm whatsoever. <laughs> uh, so, wait, yeah, so no, what was your first card, Trevor? Uh, my first car was a 1960s Leyland Mini Clubman. Ooh! See, that's interesting. Which yeah. then also got bored and stroked and ported out to a stage four kit. Ooh! That is quite a way to, to burn I, money, sir. Yes. I also... Oh, no. I, like, bought what parts I could afford and did the rest myself. You bored the cylinders bought- yourself? Uh, no, I did not bore the <laughs> cylinders myself. I got my mechanic family friend to bore the cylinders for me on the super cheap while teaching me how to do it. Oh, I, don't have, nice. I don't actually have the tools to do it, so it's a moot point. But I did port the cylinder heads myself. Yeah, you can't. You can't. With a fucking die grinder for a fucking week. And like just shaving <laughs> it down and checking it with the calipers and shaving it down and checking it with the calipers. Because <laughs> what's a few thou between friends? <laughs> right? <laughs> what's a, th- a few thou between coolant passages and exhaust ports? <laughs> <laughs> but oh no, by the end of it, that thing was a. Hold monster. on a second. Like, for those for those who do not understand mechanic speak, thou is not referring to thousands of dollars, but thousands of an inch. So just I, clarifying that. I don't normally work in thou, but I'm being magnanimous <laughs> for my American friends. <laughs> yeah, we but, do everything yeah. in inches over here. Unfortunately. Like makes no well, sense. I mean, if, if you, you were at the lights and like you're sitting next to pretty much any Japanese import except for maybe two that I ever ran into. You could just sit there and, like, just give them a rev, and people would look at you and laugh, and then fucking give you a rev back. And then as soon as you took off, they were just fucking chopped. They were gone. Because <laughs> <laughs> this car weighed, like, a, just a hair under 500 kilos. It was wow. ridiculous. <laughs> it's like putting a Hayabusa in a smart car. Because, <laughs> like, I took all the back seats out. I took all the rest of the other interior crap out. Like, it was... <laughs> I had a life car even lighter. <laughs> exactly. I had upholstery and such, but like not a hell of a lot of it. Cherva, <laughs> <laughs> didn't you also at some point have a uh, 87 Toyota Corolla? I did at one point, yes. <laughs> it was all right. I didn't do much with it, to be honest. I mean, like I had my fun with it and sold it on. And unfortunately, yeah. a couple of years after that, Initial D got really popular down here. Yeah. And the price went through the fucking roof. Uh. <laughs> With the uh, like with the eleven, you would with, have with the true You would have good luck finding it, pretty much any eight six down here for less than ten grand. Trueno body like style or eleven rolling shell doesn't matter. No, ma- which one did you have? Oh no, I had the Trueno. Cherba, mm. so. uh, apart from cars, do you what? What do you do for a hobby? Do you do like mechanic-y type stuff, like milling and building and metalwork and such, um, or do you can. not consider I mean, that a hobby? No, no, that's a hobby because I don't do it for money. <laughs> I do it for enjoyment. <laughs> well, I don't do it for money most of the time. Most of the time. Sometimes I make a piece here and there, but like you know, it's a bit tricky without a proper workshop to get much of that done. Mm. Like mm. I have tools, but there's still limits on what I can do without a dedicated workspace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah. you I'm know, having the I same fucking, problem. I fucking fix cars. I play video games. I occasionally do music stuff. You know, yeah. that yeah. guitar back there ain't just for decoration. <laughs> um, mostly yes, but I'm a fucking awful guitar player. I, I can barely play. And also, just around the corner there, I 
Actually, no, it's in the cupboard behind that corner there. I have two guitar necks. <laughs> I also, up in that corner of my closet, have the a cigar box, which basically has all of the wiring and everything else for an electric cigar box. I just need to chop it out and attach the neck. <laughs> just got to nice. finish making it a, gu- a guitar. Yes, I just need to shape one of those necks down properly <laughs> to fucking get it in there. Because at the moment, it's like trying to grip a fucking baseball bat. Uh, gray uh gray hugan tobler says even die by inches which is presumably by, <laughs> <laughs> about the thousands of an inch uh, <laughs> i prefer to die by millimeters i'm afraid yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it takes more of them to get there 2500 uh 250 millimeters to, to die by an inch no it w- no it'd be a thousand thousand thousandths of an inch there's four little... times as many. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, and there was also one other interesting car I owned, which was a Datsun Pulsar. So, What is that? Well, you know the Nissan Pulsar? Oh, it's a Nissan no. Pulsar, yeah. I don't. I don't know what yeah, that is. Huh? Except, except it wasn't a Nissan Pulsar. It was uh, the last model of Pulsar they made before they changed names from Datsun to Nissan. I had the last Datsun before they changed to Nissan as well. Looks kind of like a yeah. Yugo. <laughs> that looks like the blandest of Japanese yeah, cars. Yeah, uh, I believe you can also find it if you look up Datsun Cherry Coupe. No, the Cherry is different. It has the the the, the backlights are different. Oh no, you're That's right. That's based on the one one twenty Y. Had a thousand two hundred cc engine. Mm-hmm. Yes, but uh, no, I had the Coupe model of the Datsun Pulsar for a while. Hmm. Someone turned Didn't it into it as a pickup. Much as I'd like or you. Yeah. Rather. My sister actually ended up with it. So huh. yeah. And she fucking loved that car, too. Mm. I'm quite glad that she ended up with it by how much she loved that car. <laughs> Just got to, you know, be together, apparently. Uh, unfortunately, it got written off in the end. But that's Oh, another no! Story. What happened? Uh, it, it's another story. It ah. take too long to tell. Nah. Okay. Uh, I don't know if I would count audio as a hobby for me. I've been doing it for too long. <laughs> and I actually started making money, pretty good money with it for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you're getting paid for it, it's not really a... Well, it can be a hobby, I guess. Yeah, but... There's an interesting question. Where's the line between hobby and profession? Yeah, that is a good question. Is it well, just if you're doing it for fun? If you introduce if you introduce yourself like, Hi, I'm Victor. I'm an audio technician. Yeah. Then it's not a hobby. Yeah. Start it if off you that way. As, as, hey, I'm Victor, the, I don't know, mechanic. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I do... I like to do audio stuff on the side. Then, yes, that's a hobby. Yeah. Yeah, I'd never describe myself as a uh, mechanic by trade. Mm. Well, I'm yeah. a, I, I'm a, I'm a mechanic of computers <laughs> by trade. You uh, you, you bang on mechanic. flattened flattened weird rocks that have electric lightning going through them. Yeah. <laughs> George is a lightning bender. He does there. the little dance and everything. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> I did that little dance for twelve and a half hours today. Ah. <laughs> God damn. So long day. It was a fucking day. The boogie never day. dies. Um I guess I like to build stuff as a hobby. I build a lot of weird things. I want to build things, but I don't have enough like to getting back to Cherbus problem of not having a workspace. Yeah. I don't have anywhere to build things. But well, I, mean, I think I've that's got a-, a common thread amongst all of us here. <laughs> Yeah. Space and or uh, money. <laughs> yeah, I want to build a turbo manifold. I could pre, but I have no idea where I'm to do it. 
Well, building things out of right, wood. George, just get a big block of aluminium and a die grinder. <laughs> <That's> a- <laughs> that would not. So- that would not work at all. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, building building things out of wood, which is it, mostly it what I make things out of, is cheaper. It would be a big block of steel. Yeah. There's well, no okay, way it would yes. work out of aluminum. Or wood. All right. Big block of steel, die grinder, a couple of burrs, <laughs> mate. It'll take a while, but yeah, you'll get there. Yeah. Again. <laughs> get there, yeah. You know, there's a, there, there's a manifold literally melt. <laughs> in. There's a manifold in that metal. You just have to bring it out. <laughs> I think I'd rather just... You know, get you don't want to. You don't want to be a metal Michelangelo. Those, <laughs> just, just regular pipe elbows. Put them together. <laughs> Actually, come to think of it, if you if you're doing that sort of thing, you definitely want to be more Michelangelo than Picasso. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Salvador Dali is right out. That's for sure. <laughs> You've got a fucking exhaust port like hanging off one side, and there's one off the. Salvador Dali made his exhaust <laughs> manifold out of aluminum. <laughs> <laughs> that explains a lot. There you go. <laughs> Uh, melting clocks melting manifold like just this has just turned into another car show more than a hobby show because we're all in the car I, I told Victor I, I told know. Victor before we started I'm like this is gonna be just us talking about cars uh, yeah. I mean there's nothing wrong I mean, with look, that here's but. the thing is I've had other hobbies but cars are my passion Yeah. Uh, I mean I was into guns for a while and guns is a very expensive hobby <laughs> but weirdly um, when I got out of guns, I got the most money back. Because you sold like all got, the guns and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, the guns retained value. I got like 80% of the value I'd put into the guns okay, back. Well, you know, uh, However, the trick is, yeah, you do have to be careful with that because like cars, haha, some guns hold value. Some guns really don't. Yeah, that <laughs> Some is guns true. just the ass just drops out of them because nobody fucking wants them. I will say yeah. this: audio gear super holds its value. I think it, you actually get more if you if you hold on to it for a while. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it depends on the mic. Like you know, if you want to sell and they've been making SM. SM57 uh, since 1968. Um, you're not going to get a whole lot of value back from those just because they're like, it's like, it's such a bog standard microphone. Everybody has, like, everybody has them and they're pretty cheap. Like, I picked up this guy from a, uh, I, I bought one retail for about 110 120 and then later on I picked up another one from a thrift shop for 80 so no, I mean if you have a nice piece of equipment same thing with a gun I mean if you have yeah. a nice piece of equipment you're probably gonna yeah. get more value out of it after a while yeah I'm, well it'll hold its value I don't know if you'll get more for yeah. it but yeah the downside is you can't restore a microphone easily like, you can clean a gun and oil it and get it working nice, you know, but microphones, mm. not so much. I'm 50-50 on that because guns have this weird little, like, gap in repairability where it's like, every for the first little bit, you've got, you know, a bit of clean, bit of oil, maybe a bit of fucking emery tape, whatever. You mm. can fix it up. It'll look great. A replacement tarp. A replacement piece here and there. Yeah. yeah. You know, you can buy replacement pieces. And then right after that part where you have replacement pieces, you have a huge jump out to where you need, like, actual serious machine tools to do anything. Mm. Yeah. Like, yeah, you, you can't just change barrels. Like, you, you think, oh, I can just put different parts in this gun. And no, you need, like, 
I mean, some precise guns more than measurement others. tools. You need precise yeah. measurement tools to properly assemble a gun. I changed a barrel on my rifle, and it was probably a little bit sketch because uh, mm. I did it myself with a tool, but I didn't check the headspace. I just sort of assumed, well, I think that's going to be fine. And, you know, I could have pulled the trigger and I could have died, mm. but I didn't. Oh. <laughs> and, and that's just like general target shooting kind of stuff. When you're getting yeah. into the niche parts of the hobby, like, say, precision rifle, which is what I've been interested in in the past, mm-hmm. is that uh, even if the job is done by a professional armorer, someone who knows their stuff, a barrel change can still mean dozens of hours of shoot, adjust, shoot, adjust, Mm -hmm. shoot, adjust. Yep. Just to get it back into the zone where you want it. Mm. And, like, let's not forget, time's fucking money. (laughs) Yeah. Time's fucking money and and also bullets fucking (laughs) money. (laughs) Bullets, more money. (laughs) More money. It's... I've seen dudes go through 500 rounds setting up a rifle. Yeah, that was actually... So, I mean, I got out of guns because my girlfriend, now wife, uh, just couldn't handle that. She Mm. just is completely afraid, like terrified of guns, couldn't deal with it. uh, And she asked me, would you mind... She didn't even ask me to get rid of them. She she never would do that. But I decided I preferred her to those. That's nice. But... Um, Not that she gave you an ultimatum, of course. No, she didn't didn't give me an ultimatum. You just took her feelings into account. Yeah. Yes. Like an adult. Like an adult. Like an adult, yeah. (laughs) Altogether now, like an adult. I forget where where I was going with this, but but at the time... Oh, I remember where I was going with this. At the time, in the United States, there had been a couple shootings, Mm. and every time (laughs) there was a shooting, the price of bullets... And the supply of bullets would just disappear. The price would skyrocket, and you couldn't—you couldn't go shooting. Are, are we gonna? Like, are we gonna have to scojo this one? Are we gonna have to drag politics into it because of all the motherfuckers going? Obama's gonna steal our guns. Yeah. And, and well, here's the thing: it's like I, at the um, end, I only wanted to shoot my twenty-two, but that was the scarcest bullets of all who's stockpiling 22 (laughs) rim fire i don't understand go ahead answer it survivalists will buy hundreds if not thousands of like 22 rim fire and 22 lr rounds at a time simply because a lot of the like small varmint rifles and small survival rifles and things like that Mm-hmm. That's the chain. That's the caliber they're chambered in, and like they, you can use them to take small game for survival situations. So naturally, these people have some sort of expectation of being able to lug a fucking pallet of ammo behind them on a <laughs> fucking cart, because apparently well, they're such awful shots that they need five hundred rounds to take down a small animal. Well, you know, <laughs> well, you're gonna I want them when you don't of- got them. <laughs> I think they're thinking of, you know, having bullets forever. Also, you know, a thousand rounds of twenty two takes up like this much space. It's pretty small. Heavy. Heavy, but small. Mm. Yeah, but yeah no, they they were still just they they'd buy so many bullets. I don't know, like, put an SM fifty seven at the end of a boom pole, you could whack someone over the head with it. <laughs> what are you doing with these bullets? I didn't I never got that. Like I bought here's the thing is I I bought bullets like I bought gasoline and that was I'd I'd go I'd use some I'd buy more. <laughs> I don't you know buy a t- 
tanker trailer and fill it up with gasoline because mm. you never know when you're going to run out. Like, I do <laughs> stockpile a little bit when it comes to gasoline, since that's the metaphor we're going with, and I don't have guns anymore. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But, like, I don't have a giant tank. I've got, like, a 20-litre jerry in the shed that's basically there for if I or someone else runs out of fuel, I can throw it in the back of the van, roll out, and, like, just give them 20 litres of fuel to get back home or wherever. Fuel limpets. Yeah. Yeah. Or, of course, if the price of fuel is ridiculous and I just need an extra 20 litres of fuel. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I have have a five-gallon jug, too. It's, you know, it's normal. So, but then he broached the... Oh, go ahead, Omar. Yeah. It doesn't gas no, if, if, oil. If, if you leave it, it will... Uh, if you leave it unsealed, it will just sort of disappear on its own. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> I mean, no, if you have shit gas, you it'll, like, separate, but... Yeah, it yeah. does have, like, a use-by date, but I regularly cycle it through, like, every month or so. Yeah. Instead huh. of putting $20 directly in my tank, I'll take it out of the can and then put it back in the can. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then, um... Oh, let, let here's a here's a hobby we all have in common, and we have all spoken on it at one point. Computers. Ah, the cheapest hobby of all. <laughs> what is a computron? Well, hold on. I don't know if it's the cheapest <laughs> hobby. Whittling, whittling is probably cheaper than you computers. Can, you can put together a <laughs> really awesome computer that'll last you several years for the price of one pistol. Yeah. I mean. Well, unless it's a um, high point. Yeah. <laughs> unless it's, yeah it's, I'm talking about like a, a, a good Glock or a 1911. You well, know. As, as a, a nice guy who gun. is not familiar with the running prices of guns, how much does that typically Seven, run? Six to eight hundred bucks, somewhere okay. in that yeah. neighborhood. Yeah. You and can, a, high, a high point is generally about a hundred, hundred fifty bucks. Okay. They are the if, worst guns <laughs> ever. <laughs> Great customer service, though, weirdly enough. <laughs> yeah, go figure. Yeah. Well, uh, so, uh, Chirba, well, what, what have you got? What are you rolling with right now, computer-wise? Uh, a big black box. <laughs> no. <laughs> Hold on a second. Well, I'm about to give you all motion sickness. <laughs> what is in the box, Chirba? <laughs> uh, right over there, you can see my Antec 300, the big black box, with a mug of tea next to it. You have the, the same case as me. I know I do. Yeah. And unlike you, I taped off my side vent in a fashion that doesn't look like a fucking mess. Wow. Wow. <laughs> it's been a while since you've seen the side of my computer. My side vent is very nicely taped now. Oh. <laughs> uh, no, I, mine is like gaffed off on both sides. And then I got the Nico pen and just like around the white edges of the tape. Yeah. <laughs> I've got uh, I've so got aluminum now. tape now in there. But um, actually, to be honest, with the amount of parts that have been replaced and traded and swapped in and out, I'm just going to have to quickly run DX Diag to be able to tell you that. <laughs> uh, uh, well, while he's doing that, George, what have you got in your computer? I got a Haswell 4770K when that was brand new. Mm. So that was like the most gnarly i7 you could buy at the time. It's the, it's the like three, i7. 3.9 gigahertz, technically like unlocked so you could overclock, overclock it. And, yeah, you yeah. know, because people do that, obviously. Yeah, I bought uh, it to do that. And then I just said, this is dumb. You decided it is not a good idea. No. It was just easier to be lazy and not do it. <laughs> 
like that that was a thing i that was a hobby i used to be into was overclocking computers and i was never very good at it but uh <laughs> it was just something i did now now i overclock cars there you go <laughs> and i'm also not very good at it what do you got graphics card wise oh fuck if i know <laughs> nvidia something oh well that that narrows it down i want to um, say a 770 i have a uh core i5 skylake uh skylake uh 6600 not k so not overclockable uh, i've got 16 gigs of ram and a NVIDIA GTX 1070. That's what I've, I've got. I've got a GTX 770, apparently. Mm. Uh, I did not want to get the overclockable processor because I never overclock processors. Because I use air it cooling and I want stability. There's a bunch of features I didn't get because I bought the overclockable one. Like a bunch of virtualization. What? add-ons yeah they they just didn't get them with the k it was kind of annoying that's kind of ridiculous yeah. wouldn't you like the k is the more expensive one they, yeah eh. but overclocking makes things unstable so they didn't want to throw that in the mix with these added features hmm. I, hmm. I don't know i wouldn't buy it again hmm. i uh not worth it I honestly huh? don't know no nah. nah. Omar, what about you? I have a, I guess now old, AMD FX uh, 6300. It's a six-core processor, 3.5. Oh, hexacore. Uh, That's cool. Yeah, uh, 16 gigs of RAM and a Radeon R7 200. Oh, That's an old video card. Your processor is pretty close to mine, I think. Capa- Probably. You know, capacity or you know, usability or... Speed wise, there we go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh no! And now I guess it's back to me again. Now yeah. that I've had time to let DX Diag work. You've had magic, time to do it. In the in the time that you were talking about you... your thing, I installed CPU Z. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, it did actually finish before you finished saying okay. While you're doing that, okay, George. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's. You know, pretty decent MSI motherboard, AMD FX 6300 6 core, overclocked slightly to 4 gigahertz. Mm-hmm. Uh, AMD Radeon R9 290. Yeah, decent enough. Uh, 12 gigs of RAM because I used to have 16, but one of the sticks basically just died in the ass and kept crashing my computer out. So, wait, so are, you, are you running on three sticks of RAM then? Uh, at the moment, I'm running on either three or two, yeah. I mean, I'd have to pull the side of my case off and have a look, but I'm pretty sure it's three. That does weird things with memory, though, doesn't it? Not George, does does it... Do, do you, does having an odd number of sticks do weird things with memory? I thought that was a thing. You'll lose dual-channel RAM, but that's not really that big of a deal. Yeah, I'm not really seeing any issues. I mean, like, as soon as I get around to it, I'm just going to buy probably another stick or two and chuck them in there. Because, like, one of those sticks is a salvaged two gigabyte stick, so... Wow. I think, anyway. Might not be. I I haven't looked at my RAM in quite a while. Hmm. Not sure that maths out, but... Except for my graphics card, this entire fucking thing is just a, and my motherboard, is just a collection of parts that has been catamaried <laughs> up over the years. <laughs> like, there is parts yeah. in here that are literally from the computer of a dead man. Mm. <laughs> so. My uh, <laughs> my case is literally the case I had for my high school computer. Mm. Nice. That's like, Let me oh see. god, I'm Let me old. Let get my case. 
Go check on Amazon. <laughs> 14 uh, years. I, I can tell you when I bought this case. I bought this case in 2011 because I had to replace my old case when I came back from England because the old one had actually rusted up. Ooh. Hmm. And mm. was like getting rotting rust from being stored improperly. Google for Antec case. Yeah, let's see here. I've had this case since 2011. That's when I had this. got this case. Actually, come to think, I've always bought... Antec, either Antec or Landley cases, simply because they both passed the test back in, like, way back in the day. Uh-huh. Like, before PC PowerPlay hit issue 100 kind of days. Mm-hmm. Because in their hardware reviews section, they had a test where they basically took the case and chucked it down a set of concrete stairs to see if it would survive. And Antec and Landley cases. Uh, I think they had parts, but they were junk parts. It was okay. just so, like, it had the appropriate weight. Ah. And, like, it was always Antec and Landley cases that consistently survived. And that is the entire reason I buy either Antec or Landley <laughs> cases. Well, talking about Landley. cases, I'm I'm thinking about... I, I'm not sure if I said this while we were recording or it was just between me and Omar in the in the pre-show, but I'm I'm thinking of building a case, which is weird that, that was pre-show yeah oh uh, yeah that was pre-show and mm. also you've said it on the forums before yeah. too yeah i said it on that the forum fun i want to build I mean, a case out a of bit wood obnoxious, but yeah you could do it yeah i'm thinking about it i think i have the perp and people were suggesting that i use uh the metal chassis of another case as like the the structure of it and then put wood on it <laughs> people. people hi i'm the people well was that you i yeah. thought that was ruben that said that no, Ruben was the one saying, like, why won't you just make it all out of wood? <laughs> ah, that's I right, that's right. I don't know why he's turned into a carnival barker. Because <laughs> <laughs> carnival but, barkers uh, are kind of grumpy, too. <laughs> but, no, that's uh, yeah, cool. like, fucking, I was saying, well, not, uh, I didn't mean, like, just the case and then just put the sides out of wood. I mean, like, just the steel frame yeah. inside the case. Yeah, and I think I get the... I think I got the perfect case for it, too. Yeah. Give me a sec. <laughs> oh, and uh, maybe salvage the motherboard tray. Because it'll be a pain <laughs> in the dick trying to do that in wood. Come on, you. Damn it. Fuck. That's an old thing. That's pretty old. So this is it's the so case. It's so old that it's beige. <laughs> ah, yes. The beige. Oh, this thing is a beast, too. Vintage beige. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't fucking mess with this guy. This uh, case you remember back in the day up. when literally everything inside of a computer was fucking sharp? Oh, yeah. yeah. This is it. This is, the, this is the same vintage. And, like, your computer was not complete until you fucking had accidentally opened Blood. yourself up on the inside of it. Oh, yeah. This yeah. is... You had, you had to bleed on case. it to make it work. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so this is... This has got structure. Like a structural support. That'd be a top mount PCU too, wouldn't it? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Whereas nowadays you've got cases with like sectioned off basements for yeah. the fucking power supply. Yeah. With like their I... own air channel and cooling. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand why you needed that. It will, what the well, fuck if you have are a glass... you doing with your computer? Well, if you have a glass panel on the side, like if your case is made out of like 100% tempered glass all around it. You want that basement to block off all the yeah. ugly wiring coming out of your power supply and keep it all looking pretty. But there is, the wires there is have also, to go somewhere. The wires there go is also, into the back of the case and up, and then you distribute it through, like, grommets. 
and stuff. There is also some heat advantage to it by basically cleaning up your airflow by not mm. having your PSU blow air straight up or suck yeah. it straight down away from some of your other components. Yeah. But when it was on the top, it was sucking the heat out and... Yes, but in most modern cases, it's on the bottom. Yeah. Yeah, why, why did they do that? I don't fucking know. I don't design <laughs> so they would have So you would have my- room at the top for uh, for rads, for radiators, for AIO water cooling. How is, how is the power supply ever in the way of those? It is, I guess. I don't know. Like, <laughs> as you remember back is- in the day when to install, like, pretty much most aftermarket case parts that weren't specific fans you had to actually do sheet metal work yeah i do believe that it's better to have the cable plug coming out the bottom of the case than the top of the case me too because it's the biggest chunkiest cable you're having come out of your computer you don't want that i will say one thing a lot of people are just like oh it's so hard to like have your water cooling come out of your case it's such a hassle and like put the radiator outside the case do you not just have a hole drill (laughs) <laughs> can you not just hole saw it out like the size of the thing and like Honestly, just maybe you're already it? doing water cooling that's gonna be hard anyway yeah it's My- actually surprisingly easy nowadays you can yeah. just buy closed loop systems right off the shelf yeah just that's what i mean aios it's all in I one i don't understand those closed loop systems they well, confuse me they're all in one systems you just you you put like the aio block on your cpu and it's got I, hoses and i stuff understand and- how they work here's what confuses <laughs> me is i know how car cooling systems work mm-hmm. and i know how hot an i7 gets so i'm wondering where the pressure goes it's probably from got some, the water expanding it's probably got its you know a little little uh, micro little reservoir built in space. they leave a little bit of headspace when they fill them or when you uh, fill them yeah. that would do it okay yeah and uh but then like then like the good thing about building a computer is you can literally build the computer that's like perfect for you like you can have your own little micro itx you know case with you know little itty bitty motherboard i've tried to build a couple of those like you know i I never got to the point of purchasing them but i tried to build a couple and i could never make the price seem to work well i mean it's one of those things where you gotta look at it for like the application so you can get like an itx motherboard and put in an itty bitty like teeny tiny case and Stick a GTX never, 1070 or whatever in it too, and put it I in your living room. I never needed a small computer that much. I try. I, I wanted one, but I could never justify it. Mm. I actually have a tiny, tiny computer in a tiny, tiny case. It works. It's like I've built it. It works. The only problem is that I built it as a test thing to see if I could do it. Mm-hmm. And it's a pile of shit. I actually need to now take it apart. Well, not all the way apart and replace a couple of things before it's viable for literally anything. <laughs> like it is so underpowered. It can't even stream HD video. <laughs> yeah. I think it, you know what it is. I think working on computers is it's like cars, but light, like a light version of working on cars for a lot of geeks. Yeah. Yeah. It's not bad, but uh, as I was saying, it's seriously one of the cheaper hobbies. I know that sounds ridiculous, but hobbies are not cheap things, and they well, they really right. start at computers yeah. and they go up from there. I but mean, computers. Can you really I mean, say computers are yeah. a hobby, yeah. though. Because yeah. again, 
You 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 build it and then you wait two or three years to build another one. <laughs> Unless then you wait five well, years like, to build another one. Well, like think of it this way, right? You could build computers. You could just build your own computer, and then you can like take it to the next level. You can be like, oh, okay, I'm gonna build computers for competition. Like I'm gonna make fancy cases for my computer. I'm gonna do really cool hard pipe water cooling with glow-in-the-dark uv coolant and you know all that stuff and build for competitions you know i'm gonna build water cooling into my entire (laughs) room so that i can just plug my computer onto that linus tech tips tried that (laughs) i know and he did it in the most fucking bass awkward way he possibly (laughs) could have yeah he really did it's hilarious to watch i could have done that setup and had it work yeah quite quite well Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you like, can totally to just go nuts to with him, it. He's not like a mechanic, fabricator, plumber, mm. anything like that where he might have any sort of experience in large scale water cooling. He mm-hmm. only has experience in PC water cooling. So his mistakes are entirely understandable ones for someone like having their first lash at something. Yeah. But it was still but. pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that he's like. Oop, doop, doop, just fucking tap water in here. There's no. definitely no microbes that are going to turn my graphics card into a mushroom. <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, literally happened. Yeah. <laughs> they had to throw out like three or four video cards like GTX 1080s with the optional water cooling block mm. because Wait. they didn't put any fucking uh, anti-microbiral shit in their in their fucking water and like one of them had like half a fucking fungus growing in it (laughs) it was sick man Uh, it was literally sick it was infected (laughs) it was it looked like fucking some shit from the last of us Uh, Uh, but like i think i think actually the other upside about computers it is one of the it's one of the few hobbies that has a pretty like I would say close to linear um expense to level ratio. Like you can build a shit computer for a really low amount of money and then like the progression from that to building the $15,000 Ubermensch, you know, ultra yar kind of computer is a pretty straight well, line. No. There's lots of good steps in between. No, there's a, it's a straight line. It, it's a nice it's an exponential line. It goes along and then it gets, woo, what the <laughs> fuck is going on here? <laughs> so just stay down here. In the prosumer level. Yeah, stay in that, that nice, you know, where the line still looks mostly horizontal. As long as, Well, I think as long as you're not getting into like dual socket motherboard xenon, you know. <laughs> You're, oh, you'll be pretty okay. I, we just got a whole bunch of those at work. They're oh, pretty gnarly. <laughs> also, like if if you want to get into a hobby like building PCs, there or well, if you want to build your own PC as a hobby sort of thing, there are ways you can get into it a lot cheaper than a lot of other things. Like you. Like, say, if you're getting into cars, there's no way around that your car is going to cost you a lot of fucking money. Mm. Yeah. But there are cheaper cars to buy. Like, I bought a Chevy small block because that is a cheap engine to modify. Yes. That mitigates some of the things. But but it's still never not going to be expensive compared to a computer. No, if you want to build, like, if you want to build a 383 stroker, that's going to cost you $4,000. You can either pay someone $4,000 and just buy it, 
or you can buy all the parts yourself and have it properly machined. And in the end, it's probably going to cost you about four thousand dollars. It's really just that's just how much building an engine time, costs. Time <laughs> and money are two sides of a uh, of a seesaw. The more money you put into it, the less time you have to spend. But here's the thing with computers. You can get really, well, at least in the US, Hmm. you can get really hot shit parts on Craigslist. Oh, yeah. Like, I've seen... You also got to roll the dice with Craigslist robberies as well, but... That is also true, but, you know, be careful with these things. Yeah. But I have seen GTX... Like, fucking the 980, the, I think, is the one below the 1080. It's a pretty good video card. Like, that'll No, the, that'll the 1070 out. is one below the 1080. Oh, yeah. No, I'm thinking of previous gen. But either way, you can get a 980, which is a pretty fucking respectable video card for, you know, maybe 500 bucks if you buy it off the shelf. Oh, Craigslist, you can get it for, like, 200 for even if you're lucky. Yeah, you can get a 980 for 250 bucks. Yeah, that's a fucking great deal. In fact, that's such a good deal that I'm actually kind of tempted to buy that and get Fred to go pick it up for me. Because... You can get a GTX uh, 780, still- um, e- oh, well, for Mac, uh, for 80 oh, bucks. Fuck that, then. Yeah, no. There's actually, actually, there's actually some pretty good computers on here. Huh. Yeah, man. Part oh. shop on Craigslist or yeah. Gumtree if you are in Australia or the UK. Yeah. Uh, actually, what? I've always, like, you know how there's car classifieds, like, Boost and shit like Auto that? Auto Trader, yeah. Yeah, I wonder if anyone's ever done that with PCs and PC parts. Like, well, PC I mean, you can. Trading. Okay, so like, of there are workstations on here right now. Question. Uh, let's see here. Oh wow, GTX 1080, uh, 390 bucks. Craigslist. That's stolen. Uh, maybe. Zotac for 475. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna ask, and they're not, gonna, not gonna tell. tell me, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Well. Uh, if you have listened to oh. us for the past half, uh, for the past hour and have been inspired to enter uh, similar hobbies, uh, whether it be your first foray into computers or perhaps you decide to pick up calligraphy after hearing Omar speak so well about it, uh, or maybe you're just going to decide now is the time in your life you're going to wrench on a car. If you decide to do any of those, uh, please let us know. Either comment on the bottom of the YouTube video or uh, comment on the website for the podcast. Or, hey, just shoot us a message. Uh, you can find us at uh, Facebook.com slash Friday Night Party Line or www.acceptablevices.com. Uh Thank you to George. Thank you to Omar. Turbo, one more time for that URL, if you please. Facebook.com slash ATW9K or simplysyndicated.com slash show slash ATW9K. And also, did we give up the Friday Night Party Line top level domain? No, we still have it. But oh, we're okay. doing we're doing acceptable vices right now. Yes, I know. But I was just wondering about that. <laughs> yeah, no, we still have it. <laughs> it's still the, I mean, both URLs go to the same website. So, you know, but mm. yeah, but uh, yeah. Uh, and, uh, thank you to everyone for a good, for a, no, no, this is a very informative show, a great show. Thank you everyone for a great show and you will catch us next time on Friday Night Party Line. Good night, everybody. Unless you're the police, in which case you'll never catch me, copper. Ha ha.